Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, well, well. Hello, my fellow GDPY warriors. Oh, wow. Quite loud. Um, anyways, sorry, I got a static that rattled my brain. It doesn't take much, I promise. But hello, fellow GDPY warriors. It is another Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern time where I currently reside here on the DDP Radio Megaplex right here in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. There's thunder. There is lightning in the air, and I am dodging those lightning bolts and dodging that downfall, that pouring rain so I can climb to the top of the tallest part of the tallest building here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I blast my superpower all the way up to the great white north where Crystal intercepts it, takes it, throws it back to us, and that's how GDP Radio was born. <laughs> and without any further ado, my lovely and talented co-host and uh, a warrior in her own right, uh, the one and the only Crystal Stewart. How are you, Crystal? I'm okay, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm better than you, apparently. I keep it a little under the weather. We've been feeling good. So uh, we appreciate you, no. uh, you know, hulking up and, you know, mustering up enough energy to get here because I know it's been a rough week for you. So we appreciate the effort. Oh, thank you. Lord hates cowards. Just saying. Well, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a coward, right? I, that's not very nice. <laughs> We love cowards here at DDP Radio, and, and Crystal's hateful rhetoric towards cowards does not reflect on Mike Mullins or the DDP Radio show. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm one of those people that would take, like, an elderly woman and put them in front of her just to get avoid getting punched. So, I... Right? <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, well, that started off on the bang. <laughs> we have a, a crazy storm going on here down where I am, and I can hear the rain battering against my window, so uh, if I happen to, if you hear like a bang, zap, and scream, I've probably been cooked all the way through at that point, (laughs) and being a a Mullins, I I don't don't know if you knew this, but my dad, back in 2007, got electric, uh, got struck by lightning while working on the train, Um, yeah, he was was doing a shift, and he was out in the rail yard, and he literally got struck by lightning, so uh, we have a, uh, a precedent of Mullins who are getting hit by lightning. <laughs> so whenever we get the storms, I'm like, oh. Oh, my. 
Yeah, so um, I, I, you know, I was just joking about the lightning, though. But it is, it is pretty bad out here. And yeah, my dad did get hit, by the way. But it's, uh, it's crazy to look at right now because it came out of nowhere and, and took me by surprise. It was like clear two minutes ago, and now it's downpouring. So that's the life down here in North wow. Carolina. But it could be worse. It could be down snowing. Right. Right. <laughs> I oh, couldn't absolutely. agree more. <laughs> well, um, right now we don't have anyone on the line, but I think that we have a guest that's going to be coming on in a little bit, uh, apparently, um, Brandon Berry, who was a Warrior of the Week previously. But what we like to do yeah. here on GDPY is, um, uh, radio is, you know, circle back around, you know, bring some people up here that um, uh, have uh, been a warrior in the past and are still crushing it because we get to a certain people at a certain part of their journey. And a lot of people are like, well, what about after what happens? And we like to give a little updates, whether good, bad, and different. Everyone's got a story that could, they tell that they're continuing. And it's really cool to check in on past DDPY uh, warriors of the week. And I know you do a great job selecting some real awesome stories that we are always thrilled to reconnect with. <laughs> you should see my desk. it's kind of crazy but you know it just goes to prove that this year I think more so than all the years before um, this year has been universally hard on everybody so it's really very interesting to touch base with warriors of the past because we get to see just how um, resilient they have remained through this year or you know maybe they've struggled or but regardless, there's always a common thread that runs through all of it. So we benefit a lot from the warriors coming on. So, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to hear from them. Well, um, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's, uh, that's perfect. You know, um, and you do such an awesome job, you know, finding so many great stories and great people. Um, you know, I got to tell you real quick, um, this radio show is so awesome that I've uh, I've ditched my anniversary date to be here. It's our third anniversary today, and I've been at the stove. Oh I've been at the stove cooking a London broil like to perfection. Like oh, I've been cooking it slow, cooking it, getting ready to go. And I'm like, okay, well I should have timed this a little bit better. I'm cutting it a little close. And just when it's done, I come on the show here, and Katie's enjoying her anniversary London broil dinner. And all I can do is smell smell the London broil. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm, no, I'm fine. we're fine. We I, we actually celebrated this past weekend. We went out to the beach in Riceville Beach in North Carolina, spent the night there, and had a little. We we did our celebrations a little early, but I just find it, it funny that I I slaved over a hot stove, and Katie's enjoying the fruit flow <laughs> of that. So that a girl. It made me laugh, but I just wanted to, of course, send out a happy anniversary to my beautiful wife who tolerates my bullshit and hasn't attempted to murder me as of yet. So she's a keeper. Yes, she and, is. Uh, happy anniversary, guys. I know. Thank you. I know, Crystal, I know that uh, she sends uh, her condolences to you, too, because when she doesn't have to deal with me, you do. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, <laughs> you're not that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, you you don't have to clean up my underwear. You just get to hear the good part. So Katie's got the rough part. <laughs> She's I'm usually good. And yeah. I'm on and, and I get, 
Cena when I'm on the show. She's the one that deals with grumpy Mike waking up in the morning, scratching his ass, his hair a mess. <laughs> you know, that's the Mike. So she's a real trooper. But I love her to death. And, and uh, we've been together over 10 years now uh, as a couple and three years married. And, uh, you know, she's a keeper. I love her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, most people do. Better than me, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, I think we're gonna have Brandon come on uh, in a little bit. We don't have anyone in the queue yet, so um, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep an eye out for him. Um, and okay. if not, we're probably screwed because I haven't done any prep besides the <laughs> Brandon stuff. So it's probably gonna be a lot of me running my mouth, and uh, maybe we can you know spike up a conversation about the, uh, the DDPY retreat or just uh, you know anything in general. Um, uh, maybe I'll interview you if things go awry. Um, but we don't have Brandon on yet, but he should be, uh, you know, heading on here soon. Yeah, I'm messaging him now, so just to see what's going on, so. Okay, well, no, that's cool. We'll figure it out. I'm just, I was just keeping an an eye out because I don't want to miss him, but, um, uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, what's up? How you been doing? (laughs) I'm this is the worst because <laughs> I have I so depend on the guests now we have for like to for my conversation because if I'm having a conversation with somebody I can just pull the next question from what they've said and stuff. But if I'm needing to fill an hour by myself at this point, you know, uh, just as the uh, as the, the steering the ship, uh, I'm I'm on my ass. <laughs> it's been it's been a good week. I mean, other than. You know, I'm kind of in this weird space right now between, you know, doing what I'm told and doing what I want to do. <laughs> and I don't always do what I'm told I have to do. Yeah. So it's, it's been kind tough. of this weird. Yeah. And you know me and doctors and hospitals and anything medical, I kind of spin a gear. I Actually, there's no kind of about it. I do spin a gear. So, you know, it just, ugh. I'm just, I, I just want to pull the blankets over my head and just not deal with any of it. I know. And, and you know, I, I know you've had a lot of stuff going on in the past few years. And, you know, when you get to that point, you end up just dreading going to the doctors because, you know, everything's, yep. you know, been going on and all that, you know, stuff. But you got to keep in mind that they know what they're doing, and the the goal is to get you better than you were before. So if it takes uh, surgery, if it takes whatever it takes to get Crystal back to feeling better or a shot of feeling better, that's an investment in you, and it's an investment in your future and your family's future uh, together. So just keep look at that as a positive thing. You're sowing a seed that hopefully is going to pay off once the spring hits. I guess one of the biggest things is I have this weird sense of being productive, which is why I book like 12 months in advance for the show. Um, Because, right, there's this weird sense that I always have to be doing something and I have to be productive and I have to keep on top of everything. And this, this has just been, uh, well, it's like a snowstorm in July not really wanted, but you put up with it anyway. It, well, what's more productive than your body healing and your in your medical stuff healing? You know, your body's doing a lot of work after recovery period. You know, during those recovery stuff, and 
And, you know, I think that's almost the ultimate form of productivity. So just look at it that way. You're doing a lot of work. It just doesn't happen to be the work you're typically used to. Okay, so I need to clear the air. What is the the Megaplex's thing on <laughs> doing shows from a hospital bed? Just, I'm, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> um, I, first of all, I think they should load you up with some good drugs while you're there, some pain drugs that when you're after surgery, and then we'll put you on and we'll have like one of those after dentist moments where you're just like high off your ass <laughs> nice. and you're get some viral videos of Crystal just talking. <laughs> uh, oh, I think that like actually the fan could be a page show of Pink Elephants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, well, man. I think we might have Brandon here, so uh, let's bring him into this conversation him, so. and yep. continue this uh, tomfoolery. Um, let's see here. Hello, Brandon. Yes. How's it going, everyone? Hey. How Hi, are Brandon. you, man? Doing, doing great. Just um, enjoying this weather before uh, it starts hitting triple digits here. Triple oh, digits. Wow. Whereabouts are you? I'm in uh, right outside of Phoenix, Arizona, and Buckeye, Arizona. Wow. Right. Oh, yeah. It gets, it gets toasty out there. You know, I had a, a cousin of mine who, who moved out there, and she would tell me what the, the temperature was, and those were temperatures I didn't think that they actually – there were temperatures that got that high anywhere. So. <laughs> yeah, it, gets, but, uh, it gets pretty toasty. Oh, yeah, Hopefully yeah. Um, you can enjoy a little bit of a, a reprieve before, uh, you know, you start baking over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, welcome back to the show. It was uh, we're appreciative that you came back to check in with us. And um, well, I was telling Crystal before we started, we always like to kind of follow up with some of our uh, our fun DDPY stories and uh, profiles and stuff because it's it's not a destination when you get here. It's It's just part of the journey and, a lot of stuff can uh, happen for and after and all of the above. So, uh, you know, give me a little bit of a rundown. What have you been up to since the last time we had you on the show? How have things been going? Successes, struggles, anything you uh, you got going on you want to share with us? Um, well, um, I think it's been, I think, two years since the last time I was on here. Uh, yep. Let's see. Uh, just uh, right now I am 1,000 in two days seizure-free. On since Yay. doing the program, uh, wow. which is a blessing, and um, uh, working a job right now at Lowe's, and um, been going to school, so wow. things have been been pretty well and a blessing, and uh, finally able to drive a car again and stuff. So it's 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 amazing. Oh wow! So life That's... has changed. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like it. Wow. The last time we talked to you, you were, you were having a, a, a pretty significant seizure disorder. And, you know, um, you, you made some significant changes in your health and your diet, and you had seen some, some uh, you know, progress. What is it yeah. you were doing that you really thought was, uh, you know, helping kind of turn things around for you? Um, you know, beauty-wise, workout-wise, eating-wise, positivity, what were you doing in your life that, really you think uh, kind of turn things around? Well, from what I have seen and documented, I think a lot of it has to do 
with my breathing and um, my ex the breathing exercises with the DDPY. I think that's what has really been beneficial, and also, you know, staying off of caffeine, caffeinated drinks, and um, not eating a lot of junk food and stuff like that. That's, I mean, I think that's uh, it's pretty significant. And people, you know, obviously there's a there's a high necessity to go to a doctor and see what you need to do and all this stuff. But yeah. I think so many times it's so underestimated how, you know, not even just healing, you know, diet and exercise yeah. can be, but just changing your life and, and change. You know, I was talking to Rodney Esty, a good uh, friend of the show. And he was uh, going over his numbers and stuff. And since uh, doing DDPY and changing his diet and eating, every bit of his numbers and his blood work could just, you know, really just fix themselves. And, yeah. you know, we have a lot of problems in this country with, you know, we're a very obese country here in the U.S. and we got a lot of health problems. And I think that the missing piece of the puzzle is, is definitely linked to the obesity that we have here and how much can be changed if we really just put focus on diet and exercise and working out. You know, it's not a cure-all, but it really can just make a huge difference in your lives. Yeah. Yeah. um... Sorry, man. Oh, you sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, so, so since then, you, you know, driving is a huge deal. And I remember talking to you last time, and that was pretty, uh pretty stressful part, um, you know, uh, of your seizure disorder. And uh, you're driving, you're almost living a different life since the last time we talked to you. Like, how does that feel? You know, obviously, it, you must it, be pretty it, proud and excited. It's, um, it's like I'm out of prison, to be honest with you. Wow. Um, uh you know, able to not, you know, have to wait for a tax or an Uber or a Lyft anymore. I don't have to take a bus or anything like that. And it just, it's just rough. And not having to, to, to depend on people anymore. I finally have some independency. And it's just, That's um, huge. it's a blessing. That's huge. Yeah, because I, you know, I, if I wanted to, you know, go to the grocery store and get what I want to, you know, drink, I don't have to ask my mom anymore. Hey, you know, take me this place. Wow. Oh, powerful. You know, it's amazing the things that we take for granted, and you know, if the simplest of tasks can be so jammed up by, you know, your health or you know, a situation, it's amazing when you find the key to the lock that is keeping you down. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to hear that, you know, you've continued to positively proceed through, you know, everything. And you have taken on some amazing things, a job and driving and I mean, you can't put a price on that, and that's amazing. It's such a great thing to hear. Yeah, it, it is. It's a it's a blessing, and uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just thankful to, to so many things. And, um, it's yeah. uh, 
I, I try not to get emotional. It's okay. It's it's um it's just a it's just great. You know, I, so many people we talk to here who are you know kind of their life is severely affected by health and you know problems, whether it be obesity or injury or you know the seizure disorder. There's so many different people, and they all describe it. And there's a similar description of it's it's like you're being held prisoner. And it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing to be held prisoner by your own body, and it's, and it's very, uh, you know, destructive, you know, mentally and, and physically. Because once you become, you know, more sedentary, it just it leads to being easily, you know, more sedentary. But now that you're kind of, uh, you know, venturing out and breaking free from this a little bit, you're starting to. Uh, you know, gain your freedom back, is it something that you were able to snap into or did it feel kind of odd or awkward uh, as you were kind of readjusting and, and figuring out how to, you know, be a free person? Uh, at first, the uh, first month or so, it was it was a little odd, um, especially when I was first driving. Uh, it was weird. I ended up getting a ticket of course, because I haven't drove in so long. <laughs> um, and um, it was it was awkward, and, you know, you're used to, you know, being isolated from everything, it seemed like. And it's you like, you know, a, when you're... when you It's anxiety and... Um, uh, it's like um, if they watch anybody getting out of prison, you're adjusting to this new life again. And um, it's um, it can be a little, it can be awkward, but after you get used to it, it's it's an amazing feeling. So uh, now that you have, uh, you know, you're you're making all these changes and, and your your freedom and you're healthier. Is there anything you're looking down in the future that you kind of uh, are getting excited to try again? Any goals or, you know, things you want to accomplish with this newfound freedom? Um. Well, the first thing is, um, my goal is to. Event- eventually um listen to what my calling is um i'm still trying to work that out what uh what i need to do with the rest of my life i know one of them is to spread awareness for epilepsy and um work with uh, the epilepsy foundation and uh, different foundations on that front and That's um amazing. And then, um, you know, my one of my biggest passions is teaching other people. And uh, I'm trying to decide if, you know, teaching is what I want to go into or if, I, if my calling is something else. It's so amazing, you know, the epileptic community has, as an advocate for you, somebody who's thriving with epilepsy, 
Uh, I've probably told you this the first time I, I, I talked to you the last time, but my brother uh, was severely epileptic growing growing up. He was having uh, grand mal seizures almost every day to the point where, you know, they expected him to, to not live past his teenage years. And, you know, things uh, turned around for him. He went on the ketogenic diet back when that wasn't even a thing. And he did that for, for a couple of years. And, um, he went to the point where the doctor said he'd never be able to drive and he'd basically just be in a, in a you know, facility for the rest of his life uh, if he, you know, made it out of his teenage years. And he hasn't, had a, he hasn't had a single seizure since he was 16 years old. He's 36, wow. married. He just, he's got a, an amazing wife, and uh, he's got an amazing life. And this is the kid that wasn't going to even, you know, see 18, and he's uh, doing amazing. So once you, uh, you know, I'm sure as an epileptic person, there's a lot of stats and there's a lot of stuff, and, and it's grim at times. But when you see people like my brother and see people like you, who are doing uh, amazing things and, and you're thriving and, you know, you're, you're getting better and better every day. It, that's a beautiful thing that somebody who is in your former position and in my brother's former position to look at and see somebody who's got the same thing as them, you know, thriving. It gives people hope. And I think that's something that's going to be a great way for you to inspire the world, inspire people in your community, especially. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's great to hear story, you know, stories like that because uh, people in the epilepsy community need to hear that. And like um, this past week, with uh, I don't know if you guys watch any um, NFL football, but uh, Justin Fields, who has epilepsy, he's had epilepsy since ninth grade, but his seizures are under control, and he's uh, you know been drafted into the NFL. As a, as a quarterback. Wow. And um, just seeing stories like that just lets people know that there is hope out there, you know, and um, you might have your struggles at first, but there is, you know, some light at the tunnel. So I remember, Brandon, when I was diagnosed, they they said to me, I was really upset because obviously no one wants to hear that they have a health condition or, you know, something is wrong. And my doctor said to me, always remember that you have four tires. One of them might be flat, but that doesn't mean that you take a knife and flatten the other three you find a way to adapt and you find a way through it all, carve out a life. And you have done that so extremely well. It, it You're right. It's very hopeful. And for someone like me to hear your story, that's really important because it just, it gets me up and it, you know, wakes me up to fight another day. So I'm grateful. Thank you. You're, you're, well, you're welcome. So that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful thing. And you know, you know, technology is changing all the time. Medical technology and crystal, the, you know, the stuff you're going through and brain and the stuff you're going through. Who knows? There may be bigger and better ways to treat these things going forward. And you know, 
a lot of times there's so, uh, you know, there's a lot of heavy illnesses going on in the world, but there's a lot of hope, too, with technology and medicine and stuff. And, and even just, you know, treatments, you've seen what's happened to you since you changed your exercise and you changed your diet. And, you know, that's something that may not be an instant, you know, cure, but it's something that you can do to help, uh, you know, with symptoms and, and help yourself. Um, yeah. I, I think that there's so much, and especially when you get a heavy uh, disease like that, they give, they give people so much information, and it's realistic, and it's, it's a legitimate, you know, scary thing to go through. But sometimes uh, people uh, have trouble finding hope in those diagnoses. And your story is beautiful because you're, you're, you're getting through it. You know, it's not always easy but you're working every day to get through it and working hard and you're showing progress. And that progress is beautiful and it gives people hope. And without hope, you're done for. You know, I, I say this all the time. Once the hope goes, the will goes. And uh, as long as there's something to look forward to and be hopeful for and see somebody who's in this fighting and thriving, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing from somebody who's, you know, dealing with severe problems like that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a, you gotta lean on hope, and um, I, you know, I, I know there's no cure for epilepsy, but I just say, you know, it's modified, it's in pause mode right now, and um, I just look hopeful for the, you know, I think it was the Rock that said. Uh, what do you look for in the next five years? And you just got to keep looking at what five years and then five years after that and five years. and Just hang on to that hope. It's, it's so true. You know, the, the cliche of uh, one day at a time, it's, you know, everyone says it, but yeah. it really is. You, you only got today. You got today to fight, yeah. you got today to, you know, beat today and then, uh, you know, take it piece by piece. Um, a lot of those cliche sayings are cliche because they're truth. They, they work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's been a couple of years since you've been here. Um, what is your family saying? Well, you know, obviously your, your family, your, your, your mother, your father, your friends, uh, or whatever it may be, um, in your life, there's got to be some, uh, you know, pride seeing you, you know, bouncing back like this. Do you have a lot of people in your corner, and what do they think of the progress you've made? Well, I know um, my mom and my grandma, they're very, very grateful for all this because they have been there through uh, since day one through it all. And my mom has been to every hospital doctor visit, when I was having them and she was my main number one supporter through it all. And I've noticed, you know, a lot of weight has been lifted off her shoulders with this. And, um, my sister, um, she's, you know, been very supportive of it. And, um, she's, you know, I'm about to be an uncle next month and, um, for the first time. And, um, you know, for my niece who's coming into this world to be able to see me, the strong uncle, instead of seeing her uncle who um, 
was in the past having seizures, you know, and, you know, having to look forward to that and being able to hold her because I was going to be afraid if I was having seizures, I wouldn't be able to hold her. And it's just, um, it's just something that I'm, you know, blessed to look forward to. That's so wonderful. Sorry, Crystal. No, I was just, there's nothing like a baby to just change everything. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Yeah, it definitely so, is. So what are you doing, you know, uh, DDPY workout-wise or diet-wise? Uh, what kind of changes have you made in your life um, well, that you're I'll doing do currently right now? Well, right now, um, I've had to lean back on some of the programs with DDPY. I'm on, I'm, I'm still, I'm doing energy right now because uh, I had to know, hey, you need to, uh, you're losing too much weight. So you need to, you know, stop a little bit. And uh, with energy, I'm doing, you know, able to do what I'm doing and stay at the weight that I am at. And, um, you know, keep eating healthy. And um, when I go to, a, like, a fast food restaurant, used, used to I would get what my favorite thing was. But now I'm my favorite thing to get is a chicken um, salad from Wendy's. Mm. That's, you know, that's, I'm sure before it would have been a way different meal and those little changes oh, yeah. along the way are so important, and it's it's it shows that you can be successful and and still you know enjoy a, a lunch out and all this stuff. I remember when I used to you know put down at a fast food joint. I couldn't believe it. I can't even couldn't even come close to that anymore. But you know those those things add up, and those changes yeah. add up. Yeah, they they definitely do, and. Um, you you know, there's still great meals out there you can eat that are you know as tasteful as those meals that we ate beforehand. You just gotta find what works. Yeah, yeah I think it's, one it's of the so biggest true. one of the biggest difference from being you know young and carefree at one point to now is now um, I find that I'm a lot more mindful with my food now. No. Yeah, I was I was always a, a big guy. And, you know, I remember back in the day I would get so mad because even though I was a young, uh, you know, big guy and you know, young kid and uh, teenager, 20s, I didn't eat a whole lot. Like, we'd go out to my restaurants and I'd, you know, eat a little bit. And then my friend who was in great shape and skinny and you know muscular he'd eat twice three times what i'd eat he'd put it down like nobody's business and i used to get so mad because i'd walk by the 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 bakery in a grocery store and gain 10 pounds meanwhile he'd eat the bakery and lose weight so it would always like made me so angry but you realize as time goes on um uh, you know, you're no longer able to kind of, uh, you know, crave, uh, you know, handle those kind of foods. And some of the stuff I used to eat when I was younger, I, I eat now and would put me out of commission for two days. 
And eventually yeah. it all catches up with you because now my buddy who was eating all that food, you know, has his blood work done and he might be skinny, but he's not healthy. And, you know, that stuff comes to pay the piper once you get older. And sometimes, you know, when you've been abusing your body for so many years, just eating this kind of terrible food, um, when it comes time to, uh, you know, make changes, your body is like physically addicted to the sugar and the carbs and it gets harder to work out because your knees hurt and got to get out of bed. So it really takes, you know, I found once I was ready to lose that weight, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much harder now because, you know, I could have done this 10 years ago and been great, but it takes a lot of work to get started when you get older and it's a commitment and it's something that, you know, with DDPY, all of those, you know, joint problems and stuff that you have when you're older, um, it, it benefits uh, that kind of lifestyle. It's easier to get into, and it's not beating yourself up as much because starting to lose weight when you're older can be difficult, especially when you're so, you know, ingrained in all of those habits and, and rituals of eating. And I love how DDPY will literally start you in bed it makes it possible for everyone to get on board and, and do it. And, you know, you talk about doing energy. I mean, energy is a hell of a workout, and it's a great punch that's in a short amount of time, and it does what it, it says it does. If you start that in the morning, you pop out an energy, you feel energetic. You're ready for the day. And as you get older and as you're healing your body, those kind of workouts that you want to improve your life and better your life instead of kick your ass and crush you uh, are important. Yeah, I, I've noticed um, a real big difference uh, working in a retail position where you're standing all day now. That back in the day, I could, I was hurting afterwards. Now I'm not hurting as much since um, you know I'm a lot healthier. That's awesome. I have a buddy of mine who who worked in retail at like uh, at a pharmacy for for decades. And though uh, he, the thing that beat him up worse than anything and destroyed his knees and destroyed his hips and his feet is standing on those hard, you know, uh, port, uh, floors would be um, the panels and the tiles. Like, those are brutal on your body. And you know, I talked to Yoga Doc about this a while ago. When you're standing all day, like, in that position, the, the, the number it's doing on your spine just standing there is brutal. And something you know, the DDPY bed series or any of the workouts, elongating that, that spine and just, you know, loosening up. And it's crucial for anybody, and especially somebody in that environment who just needs to, you know, stand on you know, hardwood floors or hard floors for hours and hours and hours on end. Um, you don't think of it as being strenuous, but it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, you know, I've mentioned the, the workout to a lot of people at my work. Trying to, you know, because I see a lot of them wearing, like, knee braces and stuff like that because the toll that they've had to take over the years, you know, 15 years working there, just, you know, um, their body's not supposed to stay that stiff for that long. Yeah, and I mean, we've said this a million different times throughout, you know, all the shows is, you know, it's, you come to this point of realization that you didn't really realize how bad you felt until you started feeling better. 
And then yeah. that seems to be a fuel to just keep going or to tell your best friend who tells their friend who, you know, and it just feeling good is where it's at. I mean, yeah. you know, holding yourself back because you feel horrible is horrible. So it's great to see everyone gain just positive momentum. Well said, Crystal. Um, you know, perfect. Uh, it's 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 so true. I I gotta steal a question from from Crystal because I know she asked this one quite a bit. But I gotta ask you. It might be a little different than yeah. our question. I I gotta ask you. When you were looking back several years ago, you know things you know seemed pretty helpless. Hopeless. You didn't know if you'd be able to drive. You didn't know. Um, there was a lot of uncertainty in your life. You know, looking back to that person. Um, first of all, would you have thought you'd be here today in where the spot where you're at, uh, given all the stuff going on there? And also, what would that person yell back to the person up here? You know, what kind of advice or what kind of, you know, positive message? What would old Brandon do or say to now, Brandon? Well, first of all, at that time, I didn't think I would be even alive today. Wow. I I I thought, you know, at that time I would either die from epilepsy or I would die from self-harm. And um if I had to go back in time and talk to myself, I would just tell myself that you know, there's hope that, you know, one of these days you're not going to be in this position because there's, you know, you've already been down and there's only one way and that's up. And, um, you know, just lean on, just lean on, lean on your faith and you're going to get through this because there's hope out there. That's amazing. That's that's what it's all about. You know, that's that's beautiful. And, uh, you know, hope, I think, is the key here. You know, you fought hard. You've gotten a lot accomplished. And uh, you seem to be, uh, you know, motivated to just keep pushing forward and keep doing the best you can. And and that's all you can do is the best you can and fight every day. Things are going to get hard. Some days harder than others. But... You know, the only time it's over is when you stop fighting. And you seem like a fighter, yep. and, I'm, and I'm proud of you, and I'm happy to see uh, the process and, and the progress you've made since our last uh, last conversation. And uh, it's inspiring, and I think, um, you know, you always have a great opportunity to help out your own, you know, people in your situation, people in, in uh, you know, similar, uh, you know, me- medical stuff or pasts. Um, and... It's always great to do that because there's a lot of therapists, there's a lot of doctors, and there's a lot of people who can give you advice from the perspective of somebody who's never been through what you've been through. But there's a huge value and a huge uh, um, uh, credential in having somebody who knows exactly how you're feeling to be you tell you that everything's going to be okay and to keep fighting. And I think that's going to be a beautiful spot for you to be in as somebody who's been through 
the trenches of hell when it comes to epilepsy and who's fighting the good fight and is working very hard every day to overcome. Um, hearing somebody like that when you're dealing with something similar is inspiring, it's hopeful, it's beautiful, and relatable on a way that nobody else can relate to. And I think that you're going to do great things in that community, and I appreciate you coming on and, and uh, you know, catching us up on your story. You're very welcome. And I, um, and I appreciate everybody in this community. It's one of the most supportive communities I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we appreciate you, man, and we appreciate you coming back and, and filling us all in. And uh, before we get going, is there anything, you know, if we have a round three at some point, uh, is there anything you'd like to maybe ink possible goal or something you'd like to accomplish uh, or anything? It doesn't even have to be GDPY related. Next time we talk, is there anything you'd like to have, uh, you know, done for yourself since this appearance? Well, the one thing that I hope the next time we talk about is next year I'm hoping to finally pass my bill in the state legislature here to help the children of Arizona with um, epilepsy. Wow, that's that's massive. Yeah, with COVID and everything happening, it kind of put a stall on that for right now. But hopefully, you know, we can get back to work in January of 2022. For the people who missed that the last time, what are you trying to accomplish and how can people get behind your cause? Well, um, they can just um, write to their legislatures telling them um, that there's uh, children in the schools that are not getting the help that they need. There's, I think, seven or eight states that have just passed the similar bill, but we need uh, 40, I think, 42 more states to get on board. Well, that's that's a hell of a cause right there, and uh, you know, I think yeah. you're just the person that's going to get this done, and uh, you're a fighter, and you know what you're talking about. You've got a great, uh, you know, story. You've got a lot of drive and determination. And I think if anyone's going to get that bill passed, you're going to be a big part of it. So I'm rooting for you, man. Uh, I appreciate it. All right. Well, we appreciate you, and and uh, don't forget um, to check out uh, Brandon's uh, other last episode. It was a couple years back in the archives. If you want to hear his full story. Uh, if you didn't hear it the first time around, or if you uh, you know want to listen to it before uh, checking out the update, it is in the archives at gbpradio.com. Also, uh, Crystal is rocking the Facebook yeah. page, the Instagram page. Despite having a rough week, you are busier than ever, and you are working incredibly hard. And we appreciate all that you do, Crystal. I know it can be difficult sometimes, but uh, you're a warrior every week as well. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I think there's no better time to just put your uh, skills to the test by giving us a quote that is going to rock us through the next few weeks and uh, on through the summer and on to 2047. Cool. No pressure. (laughs) Holy moly. (laughs) Um, Tonight's quote, I don't know who wrote it. It just came across my desk, so I screenshotted it and here we are um the quote is don't forget 
while you're busy doubting yourself, someone else is admiring you for your strength. Ah, I love it. I love it because I wrote that quote. I'm just taking credit for oh, all. You? I'm just taking credit for all <laughs> unknown quotes, anonymous quotes from now on. If there's anything that's <laughs> anonymous, know. I'm just going to put my name on it. Uh, no, I love it. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Brandon, and thank you, uh, Crystal. Uh, it was a fun show thank tonight. You. Fun checking up. Um, it is my anniversary again, so I want to wish my lovely, beautiful wife a happy, happy anniversary. Um, and uh, I know she's been along the ride for uh, my entire DDPY uh, journey, which is coming up on 10 years of being uh, wow. part of all this. So it's it's crazy, and it's so awesome to have somebody so supportive and in my corner, and uh, especially with how dr- uh, crazy I drive her. She stuck around and put up with me for this long. So she, she uh, as Garrett says, she's eligible for sainthood. So uh, St. Katie, <laughs> I love you, and uh, I hope you guys have a great week. And we'll be back next week with another inspiring story, uh, another DDPY warrior, and another episode of DDP Radio. And uh, let's get inspired. Let's get motivated. Let's hit the mat. Let's own this week. Let's own this month. Let's own 2021. And let's own eternity, if you will. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Kay, uh, Crystal. Katie, too. Love you. <laughs> we'll see you soon. See you. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate yeah. you all. Picked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a Talk Radio.